I'm Emily and I'm Molly and together we are Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. Welcome to season three. Four. (laughs) The second I said it I knew it was wrong. Yeah you could see it in your eyes. Mad. Episode 31 31. Stupid Genius. Are you bored of us yet? Did you miss us? I'm bored of us. I'm bored of us. <laughs> I also did miss the recording. <laughs> Me too. It feels like ages. It does, doesn't it? It has been ages. True. We've done lots. We have. We've sort been busy bees. Of, but also not, no, not much, actually. Well, you've been off gallivanting. Yeah. Yeah. Been to Scotland. 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 I saw you got some good recommendations on the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. Isle of Skye. Loved it. Nice. I, you know, I'm in my happy place when I'm outdoors and in the swimming. Mountains. And in the mountains. And have you been uh, gathering any geniuses? Any stupids for us? Um, hmm. Let me think. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Um, because we've had a break, not much, not much stupids and geniuses, but, um, I would say my stupid is going away in terms of just like, I've got lots to do. I'm in a race against time. I obviously had a month off. Um, you know, I've, I've done my time off. I know what you mean. You don't feel like you needed the break. No, I didn't need the break. And, um, but I already had said previously to a mate like let's do it and I'm obviously so grateful and I had the best time ever but it was just a bit silly yeah also I do feel like you know we always talk about taking breaks when you need them but like surely people take holidays just for fun right like you don't need to like I feel like in the PhD world we're always like do you need that holiday do you need to take a break but like maybe it's good that you've gone away just gone away for fun yeah before you actually yeah. Need it in in a way. You know I love mean? that you always confirm my silly stupids. <laughs> You're always well, like, well, you know. Yeah, not always. I'm here to find the silver yeah, linings. It's lovely. What's your stupid, silly, stupid? <laughs> well, um, I don't know really. I guess maybe it's a bit stupid. Um, I started my new job. Yes, well, like this week. Mad, mad. But I started it on Friday. Okay. So I haven't really had. A, a week to, no. to reflect back on so we can't get any juicy like how no is juicy, it no juicy nothing okay. juicy yet I'm afraid next so week so that'll be next week and I guess yeah because like, just for reference we are sat on Molly's floor in her office we are with um the mic pre- pre- I don't know propped up on it's a, like clipped onto the PS5 yeah so we're hoping that the audio is okay Yes. Um, it can't be as bad as when we're in that shitty little room. It can't be. Surely no, not. It can't be. And uh, it's a Saturday, so that's fun. Yeah. You know. You know. We're dedicated. We are. We're very dedicated. Um, but yeah, my stupid... I mean, it's not even... Is it a stupid? I don't know. Basically, ages ago, like before I even knew that I got the job, I committed to going to a conference in Brighton. And that is next week. Is <laughs> in like, so the first week of my job, I'm at a conference. That's wild. I know, but then I'm like... I don't, I don't think it matters because like the students aren't back yet. So I've not had to like cover any teaching. No, I don't think it's wild in terms of you're not, but the fact that you're going to be busy with your job or like getting into like the, I know, you know, and then you're like, all right, Brian. That's it. Part of me is I'm like, is that a bit stupid? Because I'll like, I want to get into the flow of the job and then I'm going to be away for a few days, but you know, we'll see. It is what it is. And also Brian's amazing. You're going to love Brian. I know. And I've never been before. So recommendations, everyone, send recommendations, please. Yeah, please, please, please. I have heard of a few things already that I need to do, but obviously we know what it's like at conferences. You don't get loads of time. 
Um, yeah, you go there and you kind of just spend time in one place, don't you? Yeah. And in the evenings you go for a meal and that's it. And you don't really explore, if that. That's it, unless you're in Paris and you're me and you hate the conference and you don't go to anything and you <laughs> just explore the city. But I don't feel like it'll be that sort of conference, especially because it's the first time ever I'm going to a conference um, with someone. So that's oh. fun. I know, because I always go on my own. Yeah. yeah Who so, are you going with? Um, so just like colleagues. And to be fair, one of the women I actually don't, I know her really well, but yeah. we've never met. So that's going to be really nice. I'm it's excited about fun. that. But yeah, so I'm going to have people like to sit with at the gala dinner. <sighs> Amazing. Happy days. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the gala dinner. The bloody Yo, gala uh, dinner. What no, about no, you in terms of your geniuses? In fact, we've done this the wrong way around, have we? No, we always end on genius because we always got to end on a high note. It's been uh, that long, you've forgotten. Yeah, see, this is what happens when we have a season break. <laughs> and we also record on a Saturday where it's just like... At like 7pm. Yeah. Considering... It's... Grandma Mole goes to bed usually at like nine. But also, how old is it that we're saying that Saturday at seven a.m. What have we got anything better to do? Seven p.m. Seven p.m. Sorry, yeah. No, got anything better to do? No, no. Boring. How I like it. Yeah, I love it. Um, genius, genius, genius. I um am doing a well. It's not happened yet, but I'm doing a dementia walk tomorrow. To raise money for dementia. Dementia awareness. I feel like I've not heard about this. No, you haven't. It's kind of, I kind of signed up to it a while ago. She's like, I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. Yeah. You're like annoyed. You're like, you didn't (laughs) get me. I didn't know as soon as you'd done it, the commitment. (laughs) The commitment. Yeah. So um, I'm doing that and that'll be nice. And with, it's with some colleagues. That'll be really good. I actually don't know. I haven't looked at any details, but it's tomorrow. So and you're capable of it. Exactly. In fact, actually, listeners, this is a wonderful time for us to do a little bit of advertisement, a little bit of promo. <laughs> because I don't think we've actually mentioned it on the podcast yet. We've talked about it on the Instagram, yes, uh, supergenius underscore pod. But Emily and I are actually doing a sponsored hike, which is um, amazing. I'm excited. In October. How far? 25 kilometers, yeah. yeah, and it's round um, one of the lakes in. It's end of Ulls. September, yeah. Hang on, that doesn't make sense. One of the lakes <laughs> in the Lake District, I was going to say, um, round Ullswater Lake, which is where I'm from. So it's like be really lovely. I'm going to take M back to my family abode. I know. I'm excited, but also nervous for some weird reason. Oh my god, do not be nervous. Yeah, it'd be very, very chilled. I'm nervous about trying to hike 25 kilometers. You'll be fine. It's a four hour hike. We've done that before. No, it's not. Yeah, 25k in four hours. Oh my god, fuck off. But we'll, we'll take breaks. So I reckon about six hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> What do you mean? Mate, I don't walk seven and a half kilometres an hour. Do I? I reckon. Well, how long do we... How far was Snowden? 8K. How did, was it? Oh, guys, I'll be... Yeah, I'll <laughs> to come in the room. I'm just going to know. No, 25k. Oh. Well... Ha- <laughs> <laughs> I hope they can hear that. I hope you can hear it. It's quite cute. Yeah. You're just going to ignore it. Um, yeah, anyway, we have a Just Given page. Yeah. It's in our bio on the Instagram and we would love, love, love your support, whether it's that you can donate, which would be amazing, or even if you just share the appeal, that would also be amazing. But we're raising money for the Eve Appeal, which is a charity which does research and a lot of promotion into um, different types of female ovarian cancers, um, all all things gynecological, basically, um, and cancer-related. So we would love your donations. Please, please yeah, support us. the minimum you can give is £2. And I thought, I was I was doing the maths. I thought if anyone, everyone on Instagram, if 4,000 of them gave £2 each... That would be ace. That would be incredible. Yeah. And obviously not everyone's doing that, but like I think if you, if you maybe skip that coffee or 
that chocolate bar or something you can give to charity, you feel so much better for it. Maybe yeah. not the coffee. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the chocolate. You'll be twitching later yeah, on the Yeah, day. but but you'll feel good you'll about feel yourself. You'll feel really moral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've um, actually had really good feedback so far, I think. Yeah, we've, we've already raised quite a lot. Quite a lot, um, considering how little, or like how little we've posted about it and how... True. Yeah. Short for a short amount we've posted about it. In but the weeks leading up to it, I'm sure you're gonna hear about it non stop. Oh yeah, because we're gonna be panicking like we haven't raised enough money. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think we're on track. We're, we're so on track. track. But if you can support us in any way, that'd be lovely. We'd love that. But sorry, I just totally derailed just your genius. So no, you're but, doing your walk. Yeah, no, no, no. That was literally it. I, I haven't done it yet, so I can't even say. <laughs> Your genius is that you're planning on doing Exactly. Yeah. And that's just a nice thing to do. It's always nice to give to charity and give your time. Yeah, especially yeah. dementia. Like, it's very close to my heart as a child, yeah. you know? I think I think it's close to a lot of people's heart. I think yeah. a lot of people can relate to um, or has someone or know someone that has um, had dementia and how tough it can be on everyone and even the, just the carers, the yeah. big carers, like the, your mum that's taking care of their mum. And it's um, it takes a toll on the family. So, yeah, I'm excited to, to walk and... Raise awareness and raise a bit of money. and That'd be nice. You'll have to share it on the Instagram. I will, I will. How I far will. are you going? Yeah, I need to look it up. Is I've it like a t-shirt. Is it like a hike? Is it like a... Yeah, yeah, I think... I don't... To be honest, <laughs> if I'm honest... I really hope you turn up and it's like a marathon. Like an actual marathon. You're like, I'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> just do it. It's like dementia walk. I'm actually just doing this dementia walk. It's actually um, an Iron Man. Or oh, it's Iron one of those man. like all night things. <laughs> With most like supervisors as well. Such a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember my mum did it. It was just like loads of middle-aged women in like glow-in-the-dark cowboy hats. Yes. Like walking through yeah. our hometown in the middle of the night. So random. Very cute though. What's your genius? My genius is that I started my new job. Mad. Officially. Yeah. Officially, you are sat, Emily, on the floor opposite Molly Bride, lecturer. You know what? This It does scare me. <laughs> it scares me, actually. And you know what scares me even more is the other day I came to your PhD office and I was talking to you and you had got a mug, hadn't you? I did. I bought a mug. A mug. And, and your exact words was, well, when I go up to my upstairs office yeah and then i was like you, i was like oh shit i know wait shit Don't, like, it's making me feel a little bit sick and i was like well you're gonna have a mug up there in your in your lecture i'm talking about a drunk a drinking mug guys i, was, I guess that's cool <laughs> i don't like, know what just just like who's this mug who's this mug me just like <laughs> i just thought you know i can't be buying coffees from starbucks all the time i'm gonna have to be a proper person with a yeah. mug and, and are you kettle. gonna have to be in every day i don't know yet I still don't know yet. The timetables <laughs> are being finalised, but no, basically not. No, no, no. Yeah. Hopefully it'll just be like three days. But a week crazy, week. you get an office. And... I know. Ah. I'm, I've been assured that I'll know the timetable like any day now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Exciting. Although, word on the street, rumour has it. Rumour has it. She's that's a great song. <laughs> I don't know the actual words. Rumour has it. Um... That was Adele, guys, in case you're wondering who yeah. came into the room. Yeah. Um, Bye, Adele. Bye, loves. <laughs> so nice to have you. Yes. Why is she going to... <laughs> Why is she going to... Why is she Yeah, rumour has it that I'm going to be like nine till six on a Monday, so that's really fun. Oh, no. But, you know, at least I'll have the, the, the most of the week over straight away. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm trying to be positive. That's true. Mondays get it get it done. Yeah. Get Manic it Monday. Off. Yeah. yeah. Another good song. 
Just, just another manic Monday. I really We're back to being singing again. We need to stop. We did stop for a while. Do you know why I think it is? Go on. We started recording literally up until the week before last week on a Monday, first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I don't think either of us had a song in us. Whereas the last couple of weeks we've recorded at different days and different times. <laughs> and we've actually had a bit more energy, maybe. And we're a bit more fruity. And maybe a bit more fruity, a bit oh, more loosey. Yeah. A bit more loosey-goosey. Back to that. So guys, you sat there listening, thinking, fucking hell. I wish they'd shut up and just get on with it then we need to go back to Mondays let us know <laughs> yeah yeah let us know which ones you prefer but let's get into the main ramble let's get rambling because it's quite an interesting one let's get into the ramble yeah. <laughs> right what are we rambling on about today you tell me what are we rambling about today Anna? all things like living environment Shared accommodation. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because the second you spoke, a song just came out of my head. <laughs> when you went, all things. You know that song? All, all things. things all things. Two different things. What are you doing? All things. That's all the small things, for God's sake. And I was singing a fucking Christian hymn. <laughs> What do you think? All things bright and beautiful. Right, we need to just get back on track. I don't think we were ever on track. I know. Where are those tracks? Get back on them. Get the get the trackies on. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. All things what? (laughs) I can't stop thinking. All things small things. (laughs) Um, so shared accommodation, house hunting, flat hunting, um, all things like sort of living, living situation. Basically, where do you live when you're in this <laughs> It might seem like a strange one, but you've all got to live somewhere. You've all got to live somewhere. <laughs> yeah, or not, I guess. And, you know, being a PhD student, it does complicate matters. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. So we just thought it was nice to sort of address that and have a chat about the different options that you have as a PhD student. Some that might be better, worse, but ultimately, like... And this is what we'll be saying throughout the episode. It's a very subjective experience. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to be sharing ours. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very much just a place for us to share our stupid stories, I think. Just more therapy. Just more therapy. Yeah, thanks. Give it to me. Um, So, yeah, I think as well, like with the PhD, not always, but you usually have to move somewhere. I had to move to a new place for uh, my PhD. I know you did. Um, so sometimes you just don't really know where to go or how to get the accommodation or what, what the options are out there and, um, and it takes time. So I think one thing is just to be like patient in terms of finding accommodation and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so I'm going to again, cause songs, they're just, they're, they're just in there. Yeah. Which Sorry, one? Patient. Go on. Have a little. <laughs> okay. Someone put someone put a ban on Molly. Literally put two p in me or something. Stop. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Um. So I want to ask you, what is your living situation? Um. Right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'll say that. Um. Do you want me to sort of tell you about like? Wait. No. Just right now. Are you? <laughs> right now. What is your living situation? Right now, I live in a house. Perfect. Do you own it? Yes. Wow. Did, was that the case when you moved here? No, it was not. All right. Yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. So when me and Lloyd first moved to Chester, which is where we live now, we lived in a rental house. Um, and we with always, Ronnie. With little Ronnie. That was before Albie. Albie was just a myth. Twinkle in my eye. Yeah, he was a myth. Yeah, he was. Man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, little gorgeous Ronnie. So we moved. Actually, that was fucking hellish because yeah, he I was remember. a kitten and driving from Caffilly to Chester took us Ugh. like six hours. And the whole time in the car, he was like, yeah, mad. Um, but yeah, no. So when we first moved here, we were renting. We'd rented our whole relationship. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> did that sound weird? That sounded a little weird. Well, I don't I, know what you meant. I guess what I meant is we'd never had you a house rented a, before. You rented a flat, not rented your relationship. Oh, no. Our relationship <laughs> you rented, totally, you rented Lloyd it out. Lloyd out. He was totally up for rent, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd never bought a house. We'd, it was always like on the cards for one day, I suppose. But COVID actually weirdly helped us with that because we were able to save for a deposit. Yeah. So then, yeah, when we when we then started the PhD, I then started the PhD, we decided, fuck it, let's just try and buy a house. Yeah. So now we're living in our own little home, um, but I'm sure we can come on to that because it wasn't plain sailing. No. What do you mean in terms of why wasn't it plain sailing? It's really hard getting a mortgage when you're a PhD <laughs> yeah. student. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, it can be really tricky. And I think it's something that when um, we were sort of like looking for mortgages and stuff a few people I can't remember who it was now oh that's right because we didn't have the Instagram then you yeah and I. so it was on the group chat that I'm in for like my faculty PhD sh- students and yeah. I think I asked people on there and I had a lot of negative comments like you may as well just give up now it's not going to happen uh-huh. it's really tough and so I remember thinking oh shit and it was tough actually I don't want to like put anyone off but the only reason why we got a mortgage in the end was because, and I forget this, but for my first year, I actually had a part-time, I worked three days a week at a recruitment agency. I actually do remember. Which is mad, isn't it? I can't yeah. believe I managed to do that. Well, in, in the start of your PhD work? In, yeah, I yeah. suppose it was just the start. But, in my but head, still, like, that is crazy yeah, to get settled. But, and, you know, if any of my former employees are listening, I'm sorry, but I really didn't like that job. <laughs> Especially, I liked it when I was in Cardiff and I was in the office yeah. with the other members of staff, but it was pretty shit. But thank God I still had that job because the only reason we got the mortgage was because I had that job. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was going to say, was the only reason Lloyd or? Well, Lloyd plus That's, my income. Yeah. So do you reckon if you were on your own trying to buy a house? No, no, I wouldn't have been. They wouldn't, they would not give me, they would not even include my stipend right. in the mortgage considerations. So our right. mortgage is based on Lloyd's income plus my then yeah. part-time job. See, I had almost like a similar issue in terms of trying to move out, which I'll discuss in a little bit, but in terms of moving out in a one bed, they wouldn't, my stipend wasn't enough because it wasn't enough income to, for them to feel comfortable that I could pay on a monthly basis. So very different, but also very like... No, it's not. It's yeah. the same. It literally yeah. is the same. And some people will be like, no, you, you can't afford this flat. Yeah, exactly. Even though I was like, no, I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, that is literally it because basically the bank looked at our, our income well, they didn't because they wouldn't look at my stipend. They looked at Lloyd's income plus my part-time income mm. and luckily said, okay, we believe you can afford this house. But they, without my part-time income, they 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 wouldn't look at it. Yeah. So it's tricky. I think if you're at a stage in your life where you're a PhD student and you're looking to buy a house, because there are a lot of us, a lot of people out there that are looking yeah. to do that, then consider alternative incomes and trying to get one. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Or I suppose if you've got like, I didn't have any generational wealth so like we didn't have um deposits no like that we could ask we know we didn't have parents that could no. give us deposits if you got a big hefty deposit then you're i'm fine. sure you're probably going to be all right you yeah. know but if you don't then then yeah think about alternatives yeah wow. what about you then how's your living arrangements <laughs> changed <laughs> mine's um mine's changed quite a fair bit i think 
obviously I've talked about it here and there on the podcast. So, um, so it's not completely new, but, uh, I live on my own and I really love it. I live in a one bed flat and I've actually got a really, really good deal. A very cute little one bed flat. A really cute one bed flat. It's got a nice it. garden and it's, yeah, it's cold in the winter, but still a bit. And, um, that changed because when I moved to Liverpool, I, I'm actually very grateful I did this. I moved into shared accommodation um, I didn't like the area I lived in, but I d- you don't know the area. And I was looking during lockdown as well. So it was very, very hard to decipher which, where did I want to go? But I knew I was next to a train station, which was really a good, a good sort of positive. So I could hop into town and it wasn't too far from the uni. So I met them for a spare room and I just went for it because it was really ch- cheap in terms of how it looked. And, um, the people and yeah and I lived there and that was really good until then it no well I guess I can kind of talk about it <laughs> but um issues kind of arise and I kind of want to move out on my own anyway I, I was ready to move out on my own when I moved to Liverpool but um the fact it was COVID the fact I was starting a new PhD the fact I was starting an, in a new um city during COVID meant that I was like I would like to know at least two people yeah there so i'm i'm really glad i lived in the shared accommodation it was like i think a really it was it stepping stone yeah it served a purpose for sure um yeah and then i and then i searched and searched and searched and kind of put my back out to find this um one bed flat but i'm glad i did it um which i guess we can should i tell the story tell it tell it i'm waiting i'm sat here like, just waiting for you to sell it um it's happened it was happened almost a year ago actually now which is wild so I was in shared accommodation and um we had an issue with one of our flatmates he I um just to summarize it because I don't really want to get into too much detail but um he was on a police investigation for grooming girls um and he I didn't know that did you not no because that was before the podcast so even though I knew you we didn't (laughs) chat loads this is when I was running the first event this is all happening while I was running. No, I remember that because I remember coming to set up with you and you being like, "This is I'm stressed." You were I'm, stressed, but I didn't know he'd been grooming girls. Oh Shit. yeah, 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 yeah. And it, I think it was the second time under police investigation. I'm mm. not, I'm not too sure on that. I don't. He was wanna... a bit of a dodgy character, guys. Yes, to say the least. Yes, um, not someone you want to be living with. No, and um, some of my stuff went missing as well. And I had a uh, webcam from work that was like two hundred pound webcam. And uh, I was like, it's been missing for six months now. It's not like I've misplaced it. And um, he stole it. <laughs> so he was stealing stuff. And he also was on a police investigation. So I sort of was like, well, I don't really want to be living in this environment anymore. So I started to look for one bed flats and um, found a few, do- like a bit of advice. And we'll come on to tips and tricks because I don't want to, I know it'll probably interlude, but I want to give some solid tips and tricks just always go visit the flats because they make them they do the wide lens camera they make them look really big i don't think would anyone ever pick a flat without visiting it i hope come on that's just like one one isn't it yeah and also don't visit on a sunny day because i've done that before when everything (laughs) looks super nice and you're like oh my god this is such a nice street and then you go back when it's like the usual gray weather and it just looks like yeah what have i done um but it's it was really hard in that environment you could view them once and then they were literally going within seconds like I remember I viewed one flat and I was like, I love it. I literally messaged as I was leaving and it had already been taken. That's so bad. Like, why are they even letting that happen though? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they shouldn't be having those But views. it was so awkward because there was three people, there was a viewing and three people, there was three people viewing it at the same time. It was awkward. 
But that that's the that was the situation. No, I remember the time in. it was well. It's like when we I think off still is house. Like we literally viewed it, and then that day, like ten offers got put on. Yeah, it. do you know what I mean? But I think things have chilled out a little bit. I hope so. I, think I don't so. know. But um, so yeah. So and then I found this place on private rent, open rent, which is not somewhere I'd particularly look. But I was getting a bit desperate, and I was it, there was one two photos. And I got advised not to go look at it because it, it did look dodgy. It did look like not very nice, but I had this weird feeling. Yeah. I guess I just had a good feeling. You've got to go with the feeling sometimes. Um, and I viewed it and I was like, I love it. And Vin at the time was like, why do you want to go for this? It's like, so this doesn't look good. Like it, you're going to regret it sort of thing. Because it needed work, didn't it? It needed a lot of work. And the guy was saying he was going to do it and he was going to get it done by the 1st of October. So um, I then got someone to replace my in my flat because I can't afford two rents as a PhD student we probably all know this we're not on much pay we can't afford two lots of rent no I mean I don't think anyone especially because I was accepting that I was going to be broke by living on my own because I was paying a lot more yeah you don't want to be like forking out for extra stuff you don't need so I got someone to go into my one bed flat in the shared accommodation and not one bed flat sorry go into my room for the shared accommodation and then I arrived on the 1st of October um, with all my stuff walk in and the carpets aren't even down and it, it was just carnage and uh I was like what what the hell <laughs> and he was like oh yeah I'll be done tomorrow oh yeah I'll be done tomorrow oh yeah I'll be done tomorrow oh yeah it'll be done next week oh yeah it'll be done. and I so to the point where I I got really arsy like, I was like I I'm I'm homeless right now so I was homeless for two weeks um so Sharon crazy. at my mate's house <laughs> I I wish you'd have come and stayed. Because, no, but all my stuff was in that van yeah, all true. my whole life. So I had to stay nearby it because I was parked along a street yeah. that could have been easily broken into. And then if that would have happened, then I would have broke down. I know what you mean. <laughs> to be fair, listeners, please, please, I did invite Emily to come and stay here. For sure. And I, and I said, if it if it's... But the annoying thing was, he was like, it giving me hope. So I was like... I know oh, he didn't want to move because then he was like, oh, it'll be tomorrow. Yeah. And you had, luckily you had a camper van at the time. Yeah. But, but even the, still. It's but still... the fact is it was freezing because it, it was, was October. October. I was wrapped up and I only had one item, of, uh, one items to wear because I packed it all. And, um, and I was actually crossed like a mummy sleeping with like my, like uh, my TV on top of me and all that sort of stuff. So I didn't really have anywhere to sleep. It was like, although I had my camper, it was just like. It's so wrong that they can get away with that. And I suppose this is the thing that obviously it's worked out really well for you with the flat. But the landlord is rubbish. Yeah. And with these private rentals, you're not protected. No. The estate agent's not, is not there to support you. And although like there's like everyone's like, well, that's not legal and you should be able to live in a flat that's fit fit for living and he shouldn't be able to threaten you by ripping up like he was threatening me like oh he'll rip up the contract in front of me and I was like well you can't do that and there's you know he legally can't do that but he can get away with it because he can just find someone else yeah and I guess like if you're listening to this and maybe you're um, an international student or something like that maybe avoid the price even though it's worked out all right for him in the end you know maybe you're coming to a brand new city maybe even the UK is a new country for you or wherever you are maybe go for something with with an estate agent just so you have that safety I would, yeah this is my like I wouldn't go with open rent again I wouldn't do that again I wouldn't because you really aren't protected are you you're not protected at all and and you don't like as much as I google and I can know what I what I can say what I can't say if you can't convince someone to do something they can't convince them to do something and then you're like well what do I do now do I 
walk away from the flat and then I'm home and then I'm yeah, homeless. You're actually homeless. Or do I continue with just wh- what's the situation there? So that would be my one tip is is I guess the shared the shared accommodation, that's just bad luck. You know? Oh yeah. Cause it's not you're not always gonna end up with people that you absolutely love, no. but you're not also gonna end up with yeah. criminals. But it is probably worth going to meet them and then also maybe meet them again. Yeah, see most people I know that like they do sort of like interviews, don't they? Like yeah. you'll go and you'll meet the flat and then you can both choose whether you think it's a good yeah. fit. But during that time it's COVID. It was COVID, it was, now, it was now you can do it more like you can actually do it and if you can get more of a vibe from them. Um, and then yeah don't go through open rent I'd say with that if you're looking for apps go through I mean shared accommodation is a good one I think it's shared rooms actually and spare room spare room that's the one fuck myself yeah ooh this game maybe not on the podcast Um, right move um, Zoopla Zoopla yeah it's pretty good but just like have a little look around and find a local estate agent and just you know go in there have a chat with them tell them what you're looking for if you want to know sort of area wise I ask my supervisors actually yeah that they know the area and I asked around and said what areas you think are good also I think what areas to avoid yeah definitely I think um, most students unions also have like a little advice thing like that yeah so you can go to your SU and have a chat with them and they'll guide you on that sort of thing a lot of them as well like at my not at LJME but when I did my undergrad and masters at Cardiff Uni they actually had um, an in-house estate agent like the uni did oh that's really cool yeah yeah so so, so yeah look at that have a little look at that as well yeah yeah I think look at how far away it is from the university. Yeah, and I suppose if you're doing that, you need to think beforehand, like, are you going to be at home working more? Are you going to be on campus more? Maybe you're going to be somewhere else, like volunteering at the hospital if you're doing that sort of a degree and have a real good think about where you want to be closest to, basically. Yeah, yeah, and what your lifestyle will look like and what you like in terms of what you like to do in your spare time. Because yeah. I didn't particularly love Liverpool when I lived in the other place. And it doesn't mean it was a bad area. Like it was, it was a perfect area and you know what people like living there and there's a, there's a train station street. So it it actually was easier to get to uni in my other flat, but the flat I'm in now is close to two parks and that suits me better. Yeah. 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 For sure. Because I'm the type of person that if I'm working on my laptop at lunchtime, I want to have a recharge and go for just a quick 10 minute walk around one park come back and get back to work. And I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Like if you are moving to a new city for your PhD, then you might want to think about maybe getting a short-term contract initially, like a six months, so that you can actually get a feel for the area while, you know, and see if it is where you want to live rather than committing to like one or two year contract straight away. And then you get there and you're like, oh shit, this isn't quite right. Yeah. You know, try and see if you can get a short, more of a short-term one. Um, yeah, I think as well when you're actually looking at, um, so yeah, I guess knowing what you like to do and what, what you like to have around you, me, park and a coffee shop. Yeah, well, so some people doing PhDs, you know, like you might be a mature student like me, or yeah. maybe more mature even than that, even. Even. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not possible. Case, but like you might, but alternatively, you might be well in that student lifestyle, you know, and still be very much wanting to go out. And, and be in the city centre. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. So just thinking about all those things. Yeah. Like I think when you're actually looking as well in the flat and, and wanting to look um, and assess whether the flat's right for you or the house, my biggest things is, and I didn't do it this time because the shower was, wasn't working because they were doing work on it, make sure the shower's good, the water pressure, you do not want, <laughs> no, I've, I've been in places where the, and to, and 
honestly, the shower's not great at mine. Guys, your shower might make or break your PhD, okay? I just think like, it's so so nice to feel just like a good shower on you. I, and I and, and I've had really, this one's not too bad, but water pressure actually, it's not the worst, but I've had really bad, like where it's just trickled out. Yeah, you just feel and, like someone's dribbling on and you. And you just feel, you literally feel like someone's spilling <laughs> on you. It's not, not what you need. You need a nice warm embrace. What other things is... Good um, Wi-Fi. Re- yeah. That's a pretty key one because even if you're going to be going into the office or into the labs, like you will be working from home, I'm sure of it. You'll probably be yeah. doing meetings from home. So yeah, you need to make sure you're in an area that has good Wi-Fi. And you could do some tests online um, whether to see what like the what the Wi-Fi is like. You just put in the postcode. Yeah. Um, And you can see the strength and how good the Wi-Fi is in that area. Um, generally home working like is there a space yeah. where you can have a little desk or something like that because you know things have changed the the way we work is very different now and as I say regardless of the PhD you're doing it is likely you'll be doing some work from home so just thinking about that as well yeah think yeah thinking about that and thinking about if you're in shared accommodation like we said what kind of lifestyle do you like for me I was like I need young professionals People that are still up is that for doing you, is it M? You a young, young professional. professional. It just sounds so funny, doesn't, doesn't it? it? But people that aren't gonna be out partying or in partying, I, I, I was over that. I didn't need I didn't need people partying every night or I didn't need to be in a student accommodation, basically. No. I wanted young professionals who were very respectful of getting to bed at a reasonable time um and wanting to just keep the flat clean and so I guess yeah assess that and and gauge that when you meet your shared accommodation people yeah um and if you're thinking actually you know the thought of shared accommodation is just not good for you I know I certainly couldn't do it now absolutely not no. <laughs> um I really couldn't do it now but you know it might be that you have to sort of give up in other areas so maybe it's that you have to live slightly out of the city maybe rather than living in the city center maybe you live a 20 minute bus ride yeah. out and you know that'll lower the rent considerably you know you can't have it all you cannot you know and especially in the budget that we're on especially on the pay that we're on yeah i knew as I, i'm basically paying double for what i was paying in shared accommodation and i had to really Crunch those numbers mm. to see if I could afford it. Particularly if you're self-funded as well, you know. We're both oh, sat here yeah. from a very privileged position that we're both funded. Yeah. You know, for PhD students that are self-funded, then these housing thoughts and issues yeah. and questions are going to be even more important, yeah. they, probably. Yeah, so I guess toss up your non-negotiables. We kind of discussed that in our prioritisation, but like your non-negotiables in terms of living. And and um, for me, it was so it was just so good to be able to come home from a long day at work at PhD and just be able to melt into my sofa and no one go. Yeah. And I guess there's probably like, if you can't afford to live on your own own, as in like in a flat on your own like you do, Mm -hmm. and you're not with a partner that you can live in like a house together sort of thing. Yeah, I got very lucky with the the price. And like, it's whenever, I love bragging about it because it's unheard of. But also there is a lot of things going on, like wrong with yeah. it. And that's the compromise I've taken. But I suppose... Yeah, I have to wear 10 layers in, in winter. <laughs> Don't we all? Oh my God, you want to see what I wear in the winter. Um, but no, what I was going to say is that like, it, I don't feel like the only options are either that or a shared flat no. in that sense because you get these students accommod- student accommodations where it's a big corridor, there's 10 rooms in there, but literally everyone's a mature student yeah. and no one talks to each other. Like you do get that as well. And Definitely. So just... Just really think, like Em said, about what your non-negotiables are and there will be somewhere that hits them. Yes. There will be. Yeah. You might have to give up on some of the lesser important things, but just keep looking and ask for advice, as we say, from the Students' Union, from your supervisors. Um, 
there's probably like as I say even if you don't end up renting from an estate agent a particular estate agent yeah. you can still go in there and question them on everything you know like yeah definitely and if you can and if you have time go to the city or the place that you're in and, and walk around for a day or two just to get and go to the different pockets that you think of um not just the city center because the city center is always like the same you can just explore different pockets and, yeah and um and then that way you can get a feel of the place exactly and then yeah. you can sort of start looking and just be patient with looking and just be patient when you know because it, it does take time and there's there's a lot of bad houses out there yeah and as and, you're saying if you don't have the time if you need something right now then that's when you can look for those shorter terms yeah, yeah yeah so you're not committing too much time to something that might end up exactly. not great also don't give um six months of rent up front <laughs> i know a mate that did that and is just in a really oh. dodgy situation what in a private rent in yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna say because you're not allowed to do that in the savings anymore like they have very protect it's very protected isn't yeah. it the deposit yeah, they have yeah. those like middle but people. it was in that stage of like you know when everything was just like and it was like well oh, the same place God. i could find so six months how do you even get six months of rent that's crazy oh, i know it like like life savings <laughs> yeah oh, shit. yeah and it's um it's not good that's not good <laughs> it's not good be careful um, out there guys be, really be careful out there i think and 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 when you, I, I, that's another sort of tip. I guess just stay safe when you go visit. Take someone if you can. Yeah, definitely. Take yeah. someone with you or do it. I don't know. It sounds really creepy, but make sure it's in the day. And, yeah. And um, what are your thoughts about living with other PhD students? So <laughs> I'm going to bring a toilet. Come on, Emily. Don't shit where you eat. Do you not want to live with me? I don't understand. I, I just, have a room. I think it would be my utter hell. Yeah, it really <laughs> I think, would be. I think, um, I think coming home from the PhD and then living with a PhD student and still not, I think that would be really hard to switch off. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because like we have a friend whose boyfriend slash actually fiance, I think now, is also a yeah. PhD student. That must be quite mad and it'd be quite interesting to get her perspective on it. But I think there's probably pros and cons. We didn't think that through. We didn't think that ahead of time, did we? <laughs> I think there's probably pros and cons. It's to obviously going to be a personal preference. Like you, yeah. for me personally, I would find that hard because I think I find it, like everyone, I'm sure, hard to switch off from the PhD anyway. So then if you come in home from a, a day... Or and you, you go, how's your day? And it's yeah, more PhD you, talk. You would just like ignite each yeah. other, wouldn't you? Like you would be like, oh, because you understand what each other's talking yeah. about. You just go on and on. Whereas when I start talking to Lloyd he's not bothered or he's not interested or he doesn't really understand yeah. in the same way that when he starts yeah, crying yeah. to me about IT software I'm like okay, okay so cool. do you want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I go like yeah if I go to my mates I'm like oh this day at work and I can just see them just be like not don't really understand yeah. it so I'm like actually yeah I don't need to talk about that and I think that's healthy like, I, I think really that's do. really good whereas I imagine if you live with Say if there was like four PhD students in living it. Oh my god! But it, it must be like chaotic and stressful and hell. Like imagine <laughs> chaotic, stressful and, and hell. hell. But because like you know, some days you come home and you're like, oh, I've had a really bad day at work, and then another PhD student comes back and they're like, I've had a really bad day at work, oh. and you're all just like spiraling together. Yeah. I just, I think it'd be chaotic. I mean, in a way, you would be able to really support each other because you would know what each other was going through. But I do think you'll fuel each other's like. I do. 
down down days and high days and all yeah. sorts and I think again maybe uh, maybe overwork as well because we'd be like oh they're working late maybe, maybe I, I need should. to yeah trying to be an optimist I guess it could help you set a working schedule because you could all be like right come on let's all get up yeah. tomorrow together depends I, how close you were I do know two people that um I work with they live together and they are PhD students and they get on really well and it actually seems lovely and it seems quite nice yeah, yeah. so I, I do think I'm just pessimistic and Emily that. thinks it would be hell to live with me guys <laughs> but other people yeah maybe she's open to it yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, no way I could, could I love you. We 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 would fuel we fuel each other enough. It was literally like one in the morning. I'd be like, so what do you think about painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we just go paint the yeah. garden? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> We'd be like bloody at IKEA probably in the middle of the night in our socks. I don't know. Yeah, um, no man. I think we end on a low note. Don't live with me. No, I think my key takeaways from it would just be like your living arrangements. The thing with the PhD is it goes on for so long, right? Three, four, five years. Yeah. That people, like, get divorced, get married, die, buy houses. Like, so much shit happens yeah. during that time that you're going to... Your living arrangements are going to change. What you want from your living arrangements is going to change. Um, you know, you might be coming at it from a really um, quite difficult perspective. Maybe, as we've said, if you're, like, an international student, maybe English isn't your first language. But... Remember, guys, there's loads of support out there. And it's actually really, like, exciting thinking about, you know, where you might be in two years' time. Yeah. Like, as we've said, how we started our PhDs in terms of where we lived and stuff and where yeah. we are now, like, it's yeah. mad. It's know? crazy to reflect back and be like, I didn't like Liverpool. You didn't have a house. I didn't know you, actually, at that point. No. That's so weird. But And how you've bought, managed to buy a house. How was the move? I didn't, we didn't really touch into that. Do you know what? The move was actually all right. I'm trying to think when we actually bought the house. It was like the end of my first year. Yeah. So I think I was quite stressed because we were also like, we were right up before the wedding. Planning a wedding as well. But quite a lot in quite a short amount of time. But no, we, where the rental was and where we ended up buying is like a five minute drive, which is quite nice. The stressful move was from Caffili up to here, especially because like it doesn't have any weight on what you went through. But like we got to. No, I think you told me you had. And our landlord was like, there's no, um, the bathroom's not in yet. And we were like, but we've literally moved from. Cardiff, yeah. like we have all our shit in a van. Like, what can we so do? Bad. And this was through an estate agent as well. But yeah, we did. We couldn't move in. So when we got here, we um, managed to empty the whole van into the living room. So like, literally, our stuff was just piled up to like the ceiling, our sofas, everything, like the beds, everything was in there. And we had to drive another two hours with the cat in the car oh. up to my sister's house to uh, stay for a few nights. Jeez. So again, it's like, so bad. what do they expect people to do if we hadn't had that like? You know, yeah, option. Sleeping in the car. Crazy. Yeah, and luckily I didn't have a cat, I guess. Yeah, but to be fair, me and Lloyd were a good team and we just sort of like crack on. Yeah. Ate a lot of hobnobs. Yeah, I just sort of was like, well, this is this is the situation. I think you can't move house without lots of biscuits. Yeah, you gotta and labeling. I know this is such a yes. but label your boxes. It Game was a lifesaver. Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy. Cause then I could be like, oh, this is that, this is that. Yes. Really write down what's and in your boxes. Everyone, if you don't have at least two boxes boxes that just says junk. miscellaneous or like then what are you doing with what your life what are you doing with your life get that junk get that junk box exactly it's always the last minute like oh I haven't packed this what do I put it in yeah yeah the junk one exactly yeah, just so the one good. that really probably should just be thrown away yeah because I sometimes think like if you can have something in a box like that for like a year it which, does which, yeah because it's always away and it doesn't get unpacked do you really need it no probably not no get in the bin would you one more question would you suggest moving um, or doing any of this sort of moving in your final year? 
<laughs> no. Yeah. I would say probably not. Although then again, I definitely, we've sort of mentioned this on the podcast before and it's not something to like get into in depth now, but I have found the third year easier to manage in the first year. Yeah. Weirdly. Because I just feel comfortable and confident yeah. with who I am as a PhD student and where I'm at with it. Yeah. But still, probably avoid it. I'd say moving your, uh, sec- like, the half of your second year. Yeah. So two and a half years. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, as I say... Oh, no, wait, no. Two and a half years. One and a half years. I know what you mean. Like, if you're... One and a half like- year moving. Because I think the first year you're getting settled. You don't want to then... No. I don't know. It's Honestly, it's personal preference. It is personal. I think if you're literally at that writing-up stage and you're about to submit, then probably don't try and undertake a move unless you really have to. Because then your mind just goes somewhere else and you want to, like, then do it up and want to make it look nice. That's what took my time is finding... Because, like, it was non-furbished. Yeah. Furnished. (laughs) (laughs) Furby. It also was non-furbished. Non-furbished. That's a great word. That's a good word. Should we get some inspiration? I think we should. (laughs) I think we need some inspiration right now. Hell yeah. It's time for some inspiration for our desperation. 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 Um, Molly's going to go first. I am indeed. And I've gone for something a bit different today. Oh. I know. Interesting. Yeah. Mainly because what inspiration do you have that goes with this topic. We literally were like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait. So, wait I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm intrigued to see what you come out with. Okay. Because when I was, I was like Googling like inspiration for like finding a home and it was all just like, uh, uh, it was horrible, horrible. right? Like, home is where the heart is and like, yeah, I home put, is where yeah. you love and shit like that. <laughs> I put living um, situation quotes and it was just all religious. If I'm living situation quotes. <laughs> Well, I've got something slightly different. So um, Also, we kind of don't... We do know what we're going to talk about, but then we don't know where it's going to take us. Exactly. So so the quote, especially for something like this, the quote we, I was trying to predict of what we were going to sort of talk about. Yeah. Even though we have structure. We do. It's a little insight into our stupid brains here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is my positive quote about moving to a new place. Oh, okay, go on. There is no standing still because time is moving forward. If we were meant to stay in one place, we'd have roots instead of feet. If you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. That's really nice. Isn't it? I cannot take credit for it. I don't know who wrote it. (laughs) But if you're listening, (laughs) please let us know. We'll credit you. But how sweet is that? That's so good. I mean, it's nice. I think the idea of like having roots is a nice is a nice idea as well. But I think not being rooted is definitely something good to get in your head when you're a PhD student so it's good to be you know flexible, be flexible, flexible. I don't know why we're both like bobbing yeah. our heads right now yeah. but yeah what's your quote that's I really like that that's it doesn't even need an explanation I think no. it's just annoying maybe Sometimes I'll I like to, print it out and put it on my wall I think you should we if we were rooted <laughs> we'd have roots for feet I don't know the quote basically 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 if we were men to stand still we'd have okay. roots not feet so mine is you're grinning. You're feeling confident. I'm not. It's just it's just quite ridiculous. Okay, patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is to be calm no matter what happens. Constantly take action to turn it to positive growth opportunities, and have faith to believe that it will work out in the end. While you're waiting, <laughs> I missed out the end. Nice. Yeah. So I think my like um, view on things was just. Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough, and I think I was thinking while when I was thinking of this quote, I was thinking actually 
shared accommodation, what you have to be, if you be resilient and patient when you're living with others. Um, and then also then I was thinking, oh, when I, when I had to like move or find accommodation or look for, I had to be patient. And then when I was homeless, I'm waiting for the fact yeah. I had to be patient. And I think a lot of the house, you just have to be a little bit like, it'll come, it'll happen. I think that's applicable to all situations. Cause like, even when we were trying to get our mortgage, like yeah. patience was, was the key thing there. Whether or not patience doesn't mean waiting. I don't know about that. So patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is to be calm no matter what happens. Constantly taking action to turn it into positive growth opportunities and have faith to believe that it will all work out in the end while you're waiting. I like it. Either so way. it's like, you are waiting, patience is waiting, but also it's not just the ability to wait, I guess. No, it's doing it in a way where you're at peace with the end result, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I guess... Well, I guess we'll that's it. hand it over to you, listeners. Um, let me know. Let me know when I win, which I obviously will. Always, <laughs> and it's so annoying. And I just, I just lost the word. She's genuinely annoyed, guys. Yeah. Maybe this week, Maybe. just give her a few extra likes, please, and then I can laugh because I'll know that it's it's a uh, even that's a fake. And but have someone. the annoying thing is, is I don't. We don't put our names on the on the post. Why is that annoying for you? Because everyone will probably think that the winning ones are yours anyway. No, because they're not even like I don't know, like prefer I prefer Molly, so I'm gonna like it. It's genuine, like this quote's better. This oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. True. So there's no, no bias in it's it. It's nothing personal. No. That's but makes it worse. Why does it make it worse? <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Um are you glad we're back? Let us know. I doubt it. Probably not. We've been bloody talking rubbish today. I know. But also, I guess it's kind of poignant if you're moving uh in September. True. So we've actually timed it perfectly. Yeah, we did that on purpose. Yeah, we, obviously. Of course we oh, did. Of course. I think it's time for us to fuck off again. I think it is. This has been a stupid genius. We miss you. We love you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.